This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Christine, what's the TFC stand for? Two Fit Crazies. Two Fit Crazy Productions? Yeah. Yeah, we produce some podcasts. So, um, you know, people always come up to us uh, and ask us how we can help them or, you know, what we can do. How did you get started in podcasting? What do I need? This and that. We Let got us you covered. help you. We Let got- us consult with you. We'll walk you through every step. Got you covered. And then from there, if you feel like recording and sending us the information, we'll produce it. We'll package it. We'll send it back to you nice with a bow on it. And uh, you just upload it yourself. And we'll uh, give you all those marketing tools and everything you need to do in the meantime. That's right. From the leaders in Podcasting 101. TFC Productions. So we're also brought to you by ContiFit.com, which is your virtual online fitness and wellness. You name it, you need it, we're here for you. And uh, make sure, check out the Let's Face It Together Facial Fitness and Rehabilitation Program, working with special populations around the world. Get virtually certified today. Don't miss out. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. We've got virtual online health coaching uh, sessions with me, uh, my company, High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, All the information, highfivehealthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Yes, Chris Khan. Chris Khan. Isn't that a cool name? Chris Khan. Chris Khan. It's like my name, but half of it. That's right. Right. That's cool. Yeah. I like it. Um, so, wellness coordinator. He's coming to us from Fort Worth, Texas. Uh-huh. The accents, I have to say, are just fantastic. That's right. Fantastic. We go everywhere. We're all over the place. All over the place. Um, yeah, I know. We we can't keep up with all the, the dots on our map. <laughs> see, you know, the pins all over the place. It's so fun with hearing everyone's perspectives on different things. And, and today is no different because Chris is going to share his story about growing up in eastern Oklahoma um, on 375 acres. That's a lot of acres. That's a lot of acres. Right. And, you know, fitness was just, you know, functional. It was just, you know, paint the fence, fix the thing, you know. Living and working. Right. And, you know, he got into sports and tells his story, but he is 100% drank the Kool-Aid of exercise, science, wellness, helping people, being a servant, and and really improving the quality of life. And I crossed paths with Chris, and I thought that he would be an amazing person to talk to you about working with different demographics. He works with a very unique demographic. Yeah. Average age. 85. Right. Average age of 85. Yeah, which, okay, when I was in Dallas, actually, and I taught a class, I'll never forget this. I flew out to Dallas to teach a uh, like a day workshop, and there was a woman that took my class in the morning, and she was 95. Uh-huh. And I forgot her name, but it was like Ethel or something. It was like just as good. And she stayed the whole time. Like we were like running and she would just be marching in place. It was fantastic. So cool. It just, you know, you're, you're still active. And that's what he's trying to get people to understand that, you know, we want to be active. We want to be healthy. It's not, you know, we don't want you to be older and just sit and be like, yeah, I'm done. And they don't want it either. No. No, they, they're very active people if you, you know, and, and if they're given the opportunity and in some communities like where Chris, um, you know, works, it's, it's gotta be a part of, of, of the fabric of that community mm-hmm. because of all the things that we know that exercise brings, right? 
happiness, less depression, you know, just more positive outlook on things. We eat better when we exercise and all those things that are important, you know, if not more important to that, um, that demographic, uh, those people, you know, it's not called a demographic, they're people, the, yeah, people, the people that he yeah. works with. Right. Exactly. But, you know, Chris is really going to get into, you know, his, his idea of the journey of wellness. Um, and you know, his, his goal is, you know, bridging, you know, kind of wellness, physical therapy, and bringing it together so that people can benefit. And wait to hear the uh, the sniper that is Conti here taking Chris out. Uh, you know, with a challenge midway through the uh, through the interview. There's a there's a little you know a little challenge thrown Chris's way. Uh, you know, Listen, that he I'm may just or here, may not. I'm here to just like Chris is to get people to step outside their comfort zone <laughs> and and really open their eyes and do more than they ever think they could in their life. I may or may not be, I mean, I'm like half, I mean, I do believe in people, but like the other part of me is like, I give you ideas is what it is. I plant a lot of was, seeds with people. I was just so happy that this challenge was directed at someone other than me. I just sat there quietly for a mm-hmm. moment and just let, it, <laughs> let well, the because, bullets whiz past me. Well, because me. my birthday's coming up and there would be a separate challenge that will be forced upon you, you know, um, <laughs> So, I mean, that's... I love it. We haven't even talked I about I love that it. Yet. I'm teasing. I'm in, Conti. I know. It's, it's got to be something crazy. I am in. It's going to involve our... Penguin. Count me I in. I think it's going to involve our... It's got to involve our penguin suits somehow from <laughs> from the um, New Year's uh, Eve, the okay. slip show. Oh, the, I'm, we got to break those back out. Break those babies oh, out. I've got them. Am I? Yeah. All right. This is great. Let's Chris get is awesome. It. Enjoy Chris Khan. That's right. Here we go. Is Christine Conti and I'm Brian Prendergast, and we are two fit crazies. And the microphone, we are where it's at, Brian. Yes, it's we're getting crazier and crazier. Yeah, we're just like, it's like we have a map and we just take those little pin pin needles and we're you know those. It's like a Richter scale going around going the map. Up. Yeah. Um, you know who we have today? I do. Tell um, the audience. <laughs> I will. I will. And you know whose name is the only name that's cooler than Christine Conti happens to be. Chris Khan. That's right. I love it. Chris, welcome to the show today. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fabulous here in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, how are you guys? Doing well. It's like it's like you shortened Christine's name twice and just yeah. slapped it on. Yeah. It's I like a, it. it's like Christine's rap name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be even better when I, once I tell you what my uh, friends refer to me as, so Oh. We'll, be able, we'll be able to get into that pretty soon. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We're holding on. So um, let's talk about this connection of how we somehow cross paths because I love – we love the story. So you were – so like 
there was something with a conference with one of someone that you know that you work with and that connected to me then to you all right let's what's the spider web look like yeah so let me actually tell you it's, it goes a little farther than that actually oh, so geez. i actually took your uh one of your workshops at dallas mania when you were in the big d and so uh um, my first reach out to you was a testimonial um, to the Let's Face It Together program that you got run. And so that's uh, that's the first um, connection there. But, you know, then um, that was uh, 2018 or 2019, and now it's 20. And so, you know, I've taken another webinar with, with you and um, about the podcasting part of it. And I thought about my buddy Dean who's uh, launched his own podcast. And so then I took a picture as we were uh, in class <laughs> and uh, just thought it would be a good thing for him to connect with you guys because look at what you guys are building here. And it's been very impressive. And, you know, I've uh, become a two fit crazy junkie <laughs> running the podcast all the time. And so I just thought it'd be a good connection for you guys to meet up. And then it all just uh, entangled and here we are. I love when Dean, Dean called. So you refer, you're like, Dean, you should reach out to this person, blah, blah, blah. And I remember Dean called and he was so happy and nice on the call. I was like, I have to call this guy back. <laughs> and I remember he was like, oh my God. The first thing he said to me was, oh my God, you actually called me back. And I'm like, what kind of a person is this? <laughs> Christine's voicemail is like a castle with a moat. And she just like, every once in a while, she'll lower that, that gate, oh, you know, <laughs> not. but you know what? Fantastic. We had a great episode with, with Dean and, and he was, um, you know, very helpful and, and explaining a lot of things in, in your industry, the industry that you share. Um, and you know, it was just, a, it was a great conversation. We had a good time with him. So, uh, we appreciate the wreck. Yeah, for sure. The, you know, the connection and, and Dean's an awesome cat. I really, I really kind of vibe with that guy on a, on a, uh, you know, a, you know, a, another junkie of the human body. And so, you know, it's been fun to collaborate and pick his brain about different aspects of the business as well as, you know, just always, you can never, um, discount somebody's ability to, to give you some kind of insight about the human body and exercise and different things. So, it's been a real good friendship now, and I'm pretty stoked that uh, that we all share that together now. Oh, that's awesome. Tell us, take us back now, before we get into what the heck you do now and what your passion is. So where did you grow up, and did you were you always into you know, sports or into fitness and exercise science? What, what was the deal? Yeah, forgive me for all the twang that's getting ready to come out, but let me, I'm going to show you exactly where I'm from. You know, uh, I grew up in a, a small town, eastern Oklahoma, um, literally was 15 minutes from the Arkansas border, um, and the name of the town was Westville, and we were a small little agricultural community, and uh, I grew up in mainly an, an area which was Native American dominant, and so, you know, uh, that question has been asked a lot as far as like, well, was you active as a kid and all that kind of, well... I mean, I grew up on 375 acres, so was I active? Yeah, I was active, um, doing different ways in different ways, but not necessarily in any kind of like health conscious way. You know, I was just a skinny kid that grew up on a farm and, you know, had a lot of responsibilities as far as, you know, walking fences and repairing fences and kind of the country life. And so, um, 
yeah, I grew up in a small town and then, you know, um, didn't know really what I wanted to do, but um, kind of got into sports and really, you know, I always tell people whenever I look back at it, I did just enough in school to play sports because that's what I, that's what I got my degree, my di- diploma in. So, you know, in high school is I just, I, you know, I, I like to be around, I like to be competitive and I like to be around other people that like to be competitive. And so that kind of took off, you know, and I, I've told people before that I had my first uh, paper write up when I was in eighth grade or seventh or eighth grade, you know, and then people kind of got to know who I was and what I was about. And then from there, I was just an athlete. I was a running back. I was small and quick. And so I typically could just run fast. And so um, had a lot of good teams as I, that I was a part of. And, uh, you know, uh, as I matured and went through the grades, I kind of started looking at my senior year and was really like, well, what's everybody else doing? What's, what's going on? What am I going to do with my, the rest of my life? And, and so, uh, you know, I kind of decided that I wanted to go to college and, uh, you know, I was like, well, I'm pretty good at sports. Maybe I can play sports in college. Well, that came to a, a real reality <laughs> once I went to a, a JUCO in Northeast Oklahoma and seeing the sizes, a lot of the, the athletes and realized that, yeah, I'll just go to college and be a student and, and figure out what I want to do from there on out. But yeah, um, I had big dreams as being an athlete, but um, now I, 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 you know, have big dreams about helping people. So um, decided to get into the exercise science field. And you know what that that mindset never never leaves you. You know you you either grinding on the you know the fields or you're you know helping grinding to help other people. It's all about teammates. It's all about bringing the you know the greater good to a, a you know a larger into a larger group of people. And and um you know so so it it never leaves you. So you know those backgrounds in sports. We say thank God for them. You know those are those are the, uh, the you know real all these um you know beliefs and in, in our passion for helping and and all these things are forged. Yeah, totally. Um, I totally uh, channel that a lot of times and in things as I look through my life and um, really kind of been able to, to channel that even through uh, my own personal fitness goals and, and, and looking at back at some of the things that I accomplished. I, I, I'm always reminded about the, the drive that it takes and the never quit attitude. And so, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome ride so far. Oh my goodness. So now you are, wait, so how did we get to Fort Worth, Texas? Well, <laughs> well, that's a funny story. I, you know, growing up in Oklahoma, I was, I was living on my own in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, so I go from the small town to, to a bigger city, Tulsa, if you want to call it bigger, I don't really know. <laughs> um, but, uh, my, I met my wife and, in Tulsa and she was originally from Fort Worth and she was in, um, nursing school at OU Tulsa. And so she, she finished up her degree and is a, an RN. And, uh, uh we had the discussion that, well, you know, Hey, I kind of want to be closer to my family and my parents are gone. And so, you know, it was funny cause I always, I always had this thing, when I was growing up and I said, you know, if I didn't, if I don't have my parents around then I would always be more inclined to, to move away and do something bigger and better. And, and, uh, man, God really took that and to, told me to, told me to move on it. So, uh, here I am in Fort Worth, 
living with my wife and um, enjoying the the true Metroplex. <laughs> now I got to ask you this. Now my uh, my uncle is a retired professor from in Stillwater, Oklahoma State Cowboys. Yeah. Are we gonna have a problem? Yeah. Are we gonna have a problem with this and this bedlam rivalry here? Are we good? Well, I mean, it's never been a problem <laughs> as long as you're rooting for the right team. But uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty lopsided, uh, <laughs> lopsided record for you guys. <laughs> I, I tell you what, he's been he's been there for so long. Like one of my first like T-shirts was like you know was uh, was uh, Pistol Pete's you know T-shirt as a kid, like a onesie, you know, from 1975. And uh, yeah, so I'm kind of attached to the hip, but uh, you know, hey, to each his own. Hey, go, go, pokes. Pick their own side, and that was the one thing about Oklahoma that that I really uh, that you really do, you truly do pick a side. You're either one way or the other. And sadly, you know, um, I had to work with a lot of cowboys at, at my last facility in Tulsa, and and um, but I always got the last laugh in that whenever they'd whip them. So. I tell you, my, my cousin, do you remember when they had the, you know, when they went to the final four, uh, I guess it was 2004, 2005 in basketball, there was yeah. the guy with the orange wig and the orange bathrobe that was always Oklahoma State. <laughs> that's my cousin. That's, that's Eric Eplin. He's now a district attorney in, in Oklahoma City. It's amazing. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll tell you, these roots are deep, but that's all right. We're good. I'm sure he has that. Uh, I'm sure he has that picture up in his office currently. I had like all sorts of like. His mom must be really proud. His mom, my aunt, my <laughs> it's aunt, your aunt. She's my godmother. She made uh, that. She made that bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Sent him off to college with that thing. <laughs> I'm not joking. Nice. Hey, that's. Yeah, you, you know a lot. She's of from New people. Jersey, you know. Yeah, she just lives there exactly, for exactly. the last 35 years. That was her. That was her Sunday outfit. Actually, yeah. <laughs> she just passed it along. Right. Oh no. Right. Oh my gosh. All right. So now tell us a little bit about what obviously you, you know, you're educating yourself, you're surrounding yourself around, you know, fitness education, exercise science. Well, you know, obviously that's a fantastic amazing thing. What are you doing right now that, you know, you're you're out there looking for this education? Yeah, currently uh, what I'm doing is, is is educating myself on the programming side of wellness, honestly. You know, I've I've spent um, almost 12 years on the hands-on part of wellness where you're training people, you're doing classes and things like that. And this opportunity um, has uh, presented itself to where I get to run my own program. And so I'm in a senior living facility and and – and honestly, it's been it's been really cool because I walked into a blank slate. Um, a community that I walked into didn't have any really established wellness program. They had classes and, and some contract instructors coming in, but they didn't really have any kind of uh, structured programming. And so I've been able to come in um, and and pretty much establish what I want and and the vision that I see for this community after really getting to know a lot of the residents that live here. So it's been really fun. And, uh, but it's also been very challenging in itself too, but because you have to, you have to educate yourself. Like you said, you got to educate yourself because now it's they, that, that community is looking at you as the, as the go-to person. And so a lot of times I have to, you know, draw a fine line in the sand um, whether that's a physical therapy issue or, or it's a wellness issue. So, yeah, um, having fun with that. 
I am curious as to what your clientele is like. So is, I mean, are you working with more, you know, is it mostly, you know, I don't know what ages or certain diseases or, you know, what are we looking at for? Yeah, my community holds a lot of challenges in the aspect that um, my average age is roughly 85. Mm. Um, and, and, and currently, you know, we have a, a lot of the older population, but also now, now we're, we're gearing towards the newer and the younger active agers. Um, but we, we deal with everything and anything, you know, you got your, your fully functional individuals. Then you have people with arthritis, osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis. Um, you've got people that's got Parkinson's, got people that has MS and dementia, you know, and things like that. But, but we, as a facility here, you know, have all levels of care independent all the way to down to memory care. So, you pretty much whatever you find in those you'll you'll find in our community so you have to be thorough it's a you know quite a range of abilities um so how do you how do you manage that do you um you know how do you schedule it how do you uh go about rolling out the programs for them well i mean i'm really i'm really um focusing my um power into the the independent programming not necessarily um in the other areas we have other other people that help with that component. Um, so what I'm really channeling my, my powers and my expertise in is the independent living. Um, I have it, I dabble a little bit in the AL as well. Um, but the skilled nursing and the memory care, we, we have other individuals that tech, you know, tackle that component, but still I'm trying to, the, what I'm trying to do is in those areas, I'm trying to educate the other um, staff, the CNAs, and and some of the other individuals that might not be as um, um, familiar with some of those things, how we can really uh, maximize um, some of the things that they're that they're faced with on a daily basis. You know, hence why you know I really want wanted to get L fit so that I can train uh, my CNAs to some of these techniques, and because they right now, especially in COVID. They're the frontline people. They get to see these people every day. And so um, it's been um, it's been just about really educating everybody that I can within this community, whether, whether you're a coworker or you're, you know, um, a resident or even a support person. So it's been a fun ride. I like how you used LFIT. It's I like it too. the acronym. Doesn't it sound good? LFIT. Yeah. Like, Sounds fabulous. <laughs> I call it LFIT. Oh no, you don't! <laughs> I just made that up. I well, it's you just have such a big demographic, and I I like the fact you know again we have people with such diverse backgrounds on this podcast, and I think it's important for our listeners, you know, around the world. It's not just about you know a dance program or a running program or a, you know, or just nutrition. It's everything. And, you know, to hear from you who is in the trenches right now of, all right, I've got all of these different, you know, I've got the baby boomers, but I've also, I mean, Chris, the average age 85, that's, that's, um, that's a, it's 
quite a shop right actually around here i think the average age is 85 <laughs> however it's a store where i get hit with a cart every time i go in there or it's you know late girl can you go reach for that thing and i'm like what do i look like a giraffe like <laughs> like i should be getting paid by this store at this point bring your, um, bring your cards oh, your outfit but that's a i mean really that demographic of people needs this more than ever and they also need people who are trained in you know how how is it different working with someone with cancer versus um, arthritis versus Alzheimer's versus Parkinson's because guess what the advanced Parkinson's is not the same as someone who is a cancer patient like exactly. you know there's different wits about it and you're you know you're more cognizant here this person I, what is it um I was just teaching a fall prevention class the other day and there's certain I think it's is it Alzheimer's or something where you're so impulsive and we were talking about falling off your chair that because their cognition is not quite right that they just stand up really quick right. all the time and I didn't realize huh. that that was you know specifically to that disease I thought it was like kind of just something of being confused but it was like no it was this specific disease this person randomly stands up a lot and then of course they fall because they get dizzy their blood pressure drops like I think that stuff you know I I get it there's there's only so much that people can learn if you're a almost like you know you go for a fitness course okay just because you're you have your group fitness or your personal trainer doesn't mean that you're you know hey I'm good to work with 85-year-old osteoarthritic hip replacement, you know, woman. <laughs> like, it, I mean, you've got to have – I mean, you have to have a tough job, I guess, hiring and weeding people out, right? Exactly. I mean, you know, and that's that's the perfect segue, you know, because I, getting into the wellness field or the fitness field, you know, I, I had an instructor in college – just simply said, Hey, I think that you'll, uh, you'll be a great, um, uh, fitness pro, you know, you should come take my uh, certification and get uh, personal training certification. And I was like, Oh, uh, okay, great. Let's do that. I'll, I'll pay for that. And so, you know, going through that and learning about what this component is, you know, you go into your first, you know, site and you think that you're going to be working with the, the fit people and you think you're going to be working with nobody with issues. And then, you look like a deer in headlights because you got people that are coming to you with, with diabetes and you got people coming with you with congestive heart failure or post, uh, post stents or orth- orthopedic issues. Uh, it, sometimes the debacled um, orthopedic surgeries even. And so, you know, and that's the big thing I've always, I, I learned really, really fast that you got to be a student of the books and learning as much as you can about the diversity of what the population is right now. And it's typically people that need help. It's not people that are the athletes. It's not the college athletes. It's people that have something going on with them, um, whether it be medically or orthopedically. Um, it's, it's, ser- it's serious business. And so um, I've just always been a student of the game. And I think I established myself really well, you know, um, as a trainer but I'm still seeing that as even a coordinator now. It's crazy, crazy. How about uh, how about engagement? I mean, you look at numbers, uh, you know, nationwide. Most people don't exercise. Uh, how about within your communities? You seeing a large yeah. number of engagement? A lot of people are working out. Yeah. So uh, right now, um, 
you know, walking in, it was, it was, you know, you had your populations that are, that are a little bit more active, your individuals that are more active. And so I have a, a small percentage of, of residents that are active right now, but for the majority, we're a community, a community of um, a little less than 500, right? And so we're probably, you know, um, barely scraping the surface on that. I mean, I've got my avid followers that know what wellness is about, but um, uh, it's about educating the older populations, the, the high 90s or the, the high 90s, low 90s, and the high 80s, you know, because, you know, not really understanding that I came in gun ho hey, I'm going to get this whole community moving and we're going to go um, and make the world a fitter place, right? Um, but it, but it, uh, the mindset was of uh, those older populations I found out was, hey, I worked all my life and that was my exercise. Now I'm done. Don't even ask me to get into a classroom. And so um, uh, I struggled with that. But luckily, you know, and I say this kind of weird, weirdly, Luckily, COVID hit, and so now um, through the means of COVID, I've been able to expand my my uh, wellness department into almost every apartment that we have. And so, because we're now looking at closed circuit TV, hmm. we're streaming YouTube that the for the ones that can use a computer and that feel comfortable on that. And so now I have a avenue into every apartment in this community. And now it's just about trying to get them to, to engage in that. But uh, a small percentage, to say the least, Brian. Yeah, and it's an interesting point that you brought up to say that, you know, they, they were that generation wasn't brought up in gyms. They weren't, mm-hmm. you know, there were no fitness facilities. They worked hard. Uh, exactly. You know, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of different. So their mindset for this isn't necessarily as ingrained as uh, it would be for, you know, future generations coming your way that, uh, you know, are more used to the gym life and, and uh, you know, being healthy in that way, even eating well. Right. It's a lot, you right. know, and, and right. eating well. And in your neck of the woods there uh, in, in that part of the country, it's, you know, it's 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 a different it's a different uh, cuisine, um, you know, that uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, uh, you know, it might be a struggle as well. So it's it's uh, you know, it's a very interesting spot you're in. Yeah. I, you know, I, uh, I I often think that, too. But, you know, I I absolutely love it because in the wellness field, it has provided me with a lot of experiences, but also a lot of education, you know, and, and, and you can never be uh, very lax when you're dealing with the human body. You just got to be a complete geek really when it comes Mm -hmm. down to it, because you're always having to learn something. How can I, how can I better this person? How can I get something to engage when something else isn't engaging, you know? And so, um, I've had, a, I've had fun doing it. You know, I've, I've done a lot of things. It's afforded me a lot of, uh, true, true, uh, aspects, um, as far as my own fitness. So I've been, I've been very appreciative of it. All right. Spill it because you sent me a, a really sweet picture of a bike a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, w- we didn't even have this conversation or whatnot. I don't know what I, I don't even know what the, how it, why did you send me a picture of a bike, of your bike? How did this start? Well, because uh, because I know that you were uh, that you've done some triathlons, and um, I think you've done a couple of sprint triathlons, right? Uh, something like that, and so a little, uh, little longer. Oh, was it? Oh, sorry, sorry. Some mid distance, you know. <laughs> little, little longer. 
<laughs> Keep going. No, just uh, it's a shared it's a shared passion passion. So I really kind of wanted you to know that I was I was in that frame of mind with you. Um, you know, because I got to listen to your your podcast about how you recapped Boston and how you recapped um, your first Ironman and all those different components. So I really kind of wanted to know, I wanted you to know that uh, we share that same, same passion and uh, of crazy. I just thought I'd, I thought I'd show, <laughs> show that off. So, you know, she was pretty. So what, what's going on with the bike now? Why is it up there? And what, like, or, yeah, now you piqued my interest. And then well, I was like, right Oh, now, cool. We're doing a right race. Now, what's happening? <laughs> we can meet right halfway. Now, yeah. Like so so before I was, you know, before I was married, I was I was engaging in triathlons. I was, you know, I was working my way into half Ironman distance and um I just freaking found a lo- I found a love for it, you know. I'd run, you know, the the small races, um, you know, the 5Ks, 10Ks, marathon relays, marathons, half marathons, all that. You know, but it wasn't until I got into triathlon and um, the disciplines of triathlon that I absolutely loved it. So then, you know, I, you know, I, you talk about the crazy. Well, yeah, I went, I went, I went all in. I went and found me the, the best bike I could afford. And luckily I, I knew the right connections. And so put me a bike together and uh, have been able to ride a few triathlons, uh, but um, still working towards my half Ironman um, goal and, um, finishing that process. I just think you should go for the full. Like, I mean, I just had this conversation with a friend over the week and she was like, uh, don't push too hard, Christine, because you know, I was running half marathon or half, yeah, half marathons. And, and I had a friend that was training for a full and she ran her full and kind of bragged about the time that she finished. And then I gave her a hard time, but and then she put it on my plate. So, uh, you know, I, I ended up getting into marathons and, um, uh, what a journey marathons gave me, man. I tell you, I finished, I did three in one year and, um, I, I, I can resonate with you about, uh, not finishing, um, something like that. When my third marathon, I caught hypothermia myself. And so, uh, it was a fun time. So don't push me too hard. I'll get into, I'll, I'll end up getting into it eventually. All right. So, well, here's what, here's what, got a calendar out. here's what Uh-oh. I will tell you. All right. Where, All right, where are so, we going? Well, I didn't even, I didn't tell you this, but I'm going to, I'm going to tell you right now. So we talked about meeting halfway, right? Yeah. Chris. Okay. So here's the deal. Yeah. Um, I was having like a moment last week and, um, and because there's, I need something on my calendar. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. function well. Your, I, your calendar. Go ahead. My calendar. I don't function yeah. well unless I'm like, have something out there that I have to, you know, either train for or it's in the future, like whatever. And, um, totally agree. and you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I not getting any younger is honestly what I was thinking. And, um, I'm like, I talked to my husband. I'm like, so I was like, so, um, I, I kind of think I might want something for Christmas this year. And I was like, but I need your support. Like if you, and he's like, Oh my God. He's like, if whatever, you know, I'll support you, but blah, 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 whatever. And, um, so it's actually, um, let's see, September 26th. Um, Chattanooga, Tennessee is actually 12 <laughs> hours from me and from you. So, yeah. um, I'm just throwing that out there. And what happens and that's there? That's my car. 
Oh, that's the full. That's an Iron Man. That's the Chattanooga Iron Man. Do you think that'll, be a, think that'll be a good 42nd birthday present for myself yeah. to do that? Yeah, because it's going to be my 41st birthday present for myself. And, and You look, have a whole year, Chris. Come on. I know. And that know. bike is so pretty. Man. I got uh, carbon, I I got carbon wheels. Good, I heard Chattanooga is a good one, too. Right, because it's a swim just downriver. It's down supposed river. to blow you say, downriver. Which, which way is the water flow here? <laughs> That's it. It's supposed to be like the fastest swim in the whole world because you just float yeah. and it takes you. That's number one, yeah. except the bike is like a couple extra miles because... I've been through Chattanooga. It's rolling. Yeah. It's rolling hills. Yeah. I don't care. After Lake Placid, nothing could be as bad All as right. those mountains. And then it said a little rolling hills on the marathon, which... Oh, my neighborhood is rolling hills. I'm not, I'm not worried about that part. But, but yeah. Well, so you, know, you could always, uh, you could always look press. at uh, Austin too. Austin's a good one too to come down to. Yeah, and, I don't uh, know how many more of these things I have in my body, but yes, we'll we'll put that one on the docket as well. Or you, you know, you could also talk about uh, Iron Man Tulsa. Tulsa's coming coming up, and I did. I looked at up. that, and then I realized how far away that was. <laughs> <laughs> not for Chris. Yeah, it's a lot closer to Come you on. That. I mean, you're going to do an Iron Man, but you're not willing to go a little far for it? I know. <laughs> I know. I was like, well, do I get a camper? How do I get my bike there? Like, there's so many oh, things. Oh, we definitely need about. an RV of some sort. Yeah. We gotta, so, yeah you, anyway. Yeah, you want to invest in something that you can, you know, be comfortable in. Yeah. These are the best if conversations. I'll, driving. Christine, I'll do the run. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I'll do the run. That's the easiest part for Chris you. Chris can bike. You can you can swim. Yeah. Exactly. That's My son can swim. That's right. Oh man. Exactly. So yeah. So anyway, that's you know another conversation. Yeah. But it was. Um, I just love the fact that you know you have that in you, and even that in and of itself to bring to that whole idea of wellness. Because it, let's be honest, Lord knows we're not doing i mean i'm just saying this maybe you're in for it to win but it's more of an experience it's you know it's the mindset yeah. it's the you know not winning the race but just being a part of it and i think that when we think about why we love that and we bring it to you know wellness communities and say listen you know this is about being a part of something greater um you know right now even you know, there's this isolation, there's this loneliness, there's this feeling like, you know, you're not seen for a lot of the community or a lot of the demographic that you work with, that this is just such a powerful, you know, you have such an important role that, you know, it's great that you can share this with our listeners of, you know, it's one thing, like we said, it's one thing to have certain programs and work with people who are the general population and fit, but all right, we want the other 80%. We want those people right. to live a little bit longer, maybe make some healthier choices. And I'm I'm even impressed that people that are, you know, 85 and older are saying, "Yeah, I I do want to be a part of this." Because Right. I, I mean, I have a mother who's like, "Why she's never worked out a day in her life and she's, you know, Christine, <laughs> this is her accent. Christine. So <laughs> I don't know why you work out so much. I've, I don't work out and I don't have these injuries. I'm like, okay, there's many other things that you plague you, but I'm going to try to not have, you know, that. But it's interesting right. to, to try and explain why you do what you do to. That like, may be changing though with the way things are yeah. right now. People are realizing that health is pretty important and, you know, and, and, and staying healthy, you know, being let's healthy hope. before you need to be let's healthy hope. is important. Yeah, let's hope. You know, and I, and I always tell people in my community, 
I've, I, you know, my whole career, actually, I've, I've told people it's about the journey. It's not about anything other than the journey. You tell me as a trainer that you cannot do something or express some kind of fear. I'm going to eventually get you over that fear. And I'm going to show that, show you that you're more mentally strong than what you think you are. And it's about the journey. And that's, and it's the same thing about marathons is like, I did all my marathon training by myself. I didn't run with a group. I didn't do anything with anyone. It was just about me being um, mentally strong enough to do it all my own. You know, would have helped with the running group? Yes. But, you know, at the same time, it's just, it's one of those things. It's about the journey and injuries are just part of that journey, you know? So, um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been fun to, to watch people grow and, and become men, more mentally strong through that. And so, and I don't really think that the community here truly knew, um, truly knew me as, as far as a fitness professional until I had to teach them five days a week, five classes a day, um, you know, and they got to experience exactly what I, what I do and how I've done things for years. And, and they've bought, they've all bought in. And it was, it was one of the craziest things because I was just overseeing the programming and they had their own teachers and things like that. But then they're forced to have me and I bring in a completely different philosophy to them um, in the aspect of, of areas that they're lacking. And so that's been the, it's been a fun process and I've, I've talked to them about the journey of, of wellness. Um, and, and we're just talking about one phase. We have six dimensions of wellness here that we actually believe in. And so it's, it's been pretty, it's been pretty impressive how these residents have really uh, bought into the programming and bought into my philosophies as well, because um, I think that they're better. I think they're better and they're stronger for it. Have you always, always had this, this like, you yeah. know, deeper philosophy deeper about philosophy. the journey or sure. whatnot? Oh yeah, totally. I, to- I mean, yeah. I mean, because I truly think anytime that we hit adversity, it, it, it forces us to grow. And, and I've had a, tons of adversity in my own life, you know, and, you know, uh, we, we talk about the, the rainbows and the sunshine of, of moving to Fort Worth. It wasn't, it wasn't rainbows and sunshine for me. You know, I moved from a very flourishing clientele um, to being one of the highest producers in my, my medical based facility. Uh, and then I moved to Fort Worth thinking that I'm going to do the same, like really just, uh, you know, I'm the, I'm the big guy on the block. You know, and it was a, cr- uh, a crushing reality to know that, you know, it took me two years to find this position and I did what I could do um, to, to kind of go from there. But, you know, you you hit adversity, but I knew that my my journey in wellness wasn't over. Um, it was just about what I wanted. I, I, I didn't want to be in retail. I didn't want to be, you know, in boutique. I didn't want to be in. I, I expected more and I wanted to be something uh in in a place that really would allow me to do what i truly can do and um that was a journey in itself so i think you know a lot of times it's just um conveying that message and letting people know that you're human too it's not always rainbows and sunshine so um yeah totally totally believe in that component if we have we have that's a whole nother conversation but i've had 
tons of stuff I could share. What an incredible gift gift you are to these people that you get to help. I mean, honestly, just hearing what you're saying and and uh, you know your outlook on life and fitness and wellness in general. Um, you know, they're very lucky to have you, man. And I and I could tell by what how you're speaking that um, you know I'll let you answer. Do you love what you do? I love what I do. I absolutely can't can't envision you know doing anything different. You know, and it was funny because. You know, when I when I was in college and I had to do the summer job things and I got to experience a bunch of different workforces, you know, God bless those people. But I was never I was never a person that really wanted to be in anything other than what I'm doing currently, you know, and and I've done the factory work and I've done this and that. But, you know, I know that somebody has to do it and God bless them for it. But it just wasn't that wasn't what I was born to do. And I truly believe that I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing but now i'm looking for the bigger direction um and and how to impact more because my platform my platform here is huge my platform's always been huge since i was stepped into the into wellness and so um i realized that and i'm i'm looking for more i'm hungry talk about that because i know that you mentioned this to me we need to talk about this for a second so you do have bigger dreams you do have bigger plans and you know you want to make a bigger impact so what's what are you thinking about now going forward what's your what's your dream what do we want to get out there so you know as a as a cpt and a a certified personal trainer you know you, you i think you really kind of hit a wall with with that level and um I've really had a, um, an interest to bridge the, the bridge the two areas of, of wellness and, and physical therapy. Um, but also there's things in physical therapy that I don't like, but I think I could morph my, into my own direction. Um, you know, having two little kids, uh, two and under, has really kind of put those dreams on hold. But eventually, I think what I would in, end up doing is physical therapy or going and getting my master's um, in, in exercise wellness. Because what I've realized I want to do is I want to continue to, to grow the field in the aspect of teaching them exactly what this industry teaches or this industry offers. It's, it's, tu- it's a tough industry to be in. And especially now with COVID being the center of everything, it's even, it's got just as much heart. It's got harder. And so, um, you know, I, want to, I want to be able to go into the college ranks and tell people exactly what they're getting themselves into, but also give them some real world, um, advice as far as what the field is, is truly like and what they're going to face. And I think that would be a completely different, um, curriculum, honestly, you know, because we're all about the books and we teach the exercise science phase of it. But, you know, my 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 philosophy would be uh, the real world science as far as the industry goes. So, you know, uh, I'm just kind of a, a geek when it comes to the human body. So if I could do both, I'd definitely love to do both. Get my master's and my physical therapy um, uh, degree and kind of figure out where it wants to go with that. But um you know, it wasn't until I sat into a, in a chair in a room with a with a previous client, and I was getting ready to leave Tulsa because I was getting married, and I was doing my exit interviews, and I was doing all this stuff. And he, you know, my my client who had scoliosis and was overdeveloped on one side, underdeveloped on the other, and we, you know, had some goals in himself, and we met all those goals. 
it wasn't until he thought he thanked me. He's like, man, I just want to thank you for all the stuff that you've done for me. And I said, well, I appreciate that. But I just want to, I want to say that I, I need to thank you for giving me the opportunity to grow because of the challenges that you face. You've made me a better trainer. And so, um, in that, in that, it was that moment that I realized that, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm a teacher. I'm a, I'm a teacher and I want to be able to reach every app asset that I can, every avenue, every crevice, every platform, and teach people about what needs to be done for the field, for themselves, and for the people that they're serving, you know. And so um, I, I truly want to start working that direction and, and see what happens. We got a goddamn hero on the line. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, seriously. <laughs> Forget Oklahoma State. Let's <laughs> Boomer Sooner. Uh, it's true though. You I, learn. I, I, wa- I got to tell you though, you're a hero, but I still get to give you some fatherly advice here uh, with your yeah. two with your two youngins. Oh jeez. Uh, I've got well, I've got three. Uh, that are a little bit older than yours. I'm further down the road. Mine are 11, 8, and 7. Um, things okay. things get busier. So if you yeah. inspire to do this, start now. Don't wait. Yeah. If you want to do it, it it's going to get busier. Uh, you know, as, as, and, it, and it gets better. As great as it is now <laughs> with, with your children and their ages and how fun they are, it, it all gets better. It always continues to get better. Um, but, uh, but don't wait too long because things get busy. Yeah, totally. Totally understand that. I'm, I'm learning – um, and a house full of estrogen that, you know, that, uh, <laughs> uh I've got my hands full for now and I've got my hands full in the future. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. So in between your Iron Man and, uh, and all that, um, you need that as therapy. <laughs> Which, you need to get outside yeah. for therapy yeah. so you don't get your ass to school. <laughs> you know, and that's the, that's the crazy thing right now. I'm really trying to juggle that whole dynamic. That balance is, is, is crazy because I know what kind of time that I put in prior to having kids and being married. And so, um, Christine and Christina, and I will have to get together on, on that and figure out a, a plan, uh, because I'm struggling with that component. <laughs> yeah. 5 a.m. is your friend. Introduce yourself to that early morning. Wake up. Yeah. I plan the rest yeah. of everything I do around like, okay, this will be a training session. All right. And so will this. And All some, right. And yeah. sometimes it's out of spite. Like I'll wake up at four if I have oh to. Oh my gosh. Like, you yeah. know, you ain't taking it away from me. Jeez. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's, uh, uh, you know, I've, uh, I've kind of thought that too. Uh, but sometimes I just enjoy the quiet as well because, mm-hmm. uh, God bless, I don't have very much of that <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, we're with you. I have, yeah, Brian has three. I have two. It's, we totally, we are sympathizing, empathizing, all this thizing together. Extra thizing. Yeah, extra thizing. <laughs> Oh my so you can, uh, I'm sure, Christine, you can understand why I'm not as he- uh, opportunistic as jumping in the Iron Man, you know, because <laughs> uh, I'm not a seat in my pants guy. I'm a, I'm a work towards the goal guy. So. All right, all right. I'm like a, all right, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you got to say no to her, man. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I'm the balloon. I, no, exactly. the, the thing was, is that when I was younger, like I always remember, you know, Carol, 
Christine, stay away from the bad influences. I told you to <laughs> stay away from those peer pressure people. And I'm like, Mom, I am that. I am that person. I told you this, Chris. I am she. She is me. That's okay. Exactly. You, you never know. You know, it's like sounds like a bad decision i'm in you know like those are you know yeah. that's, that's my wolf pack usually it's a positive thing you know um but it's uh it's fine it's good i'm never gonna get anyone hurt or injured or dead i mean it hasn't happened yet so we're good you'll just wish you were <laughs> hurt or injured or dead it's fine. <laughs> so yeah. fine oh my goodness so Chris, the um, the future is uh, well, you know, the world is your oyster at this point, and we so thank you for sharing some of what you're doing. And I know that, um, you know, for all the fitness professionals that are listening right now and fitness enthusiasts, um, I think it's really important that they hear about how important it is to work with the demographic that you're working with. And what I'm going to ask you is. If you had, you know, you're going back, you're, you know, you hire people, you, you know, work with people, what, um, maybe what piece of advice, if you could think of any, I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but if you could think of a piece of advice, maybe to share with people who are trainers that, like you said, you want to go into a college and tell people real life, what, what are one or a couple real life things that you would tell them? I really believe that, um, as a trainer, you have to have an eye for human kinetics. You know, you have to be able to look at a, a movement and understand what's going on um, with that individual, whether they're moving correctly or they're moving incorrectly, and um, be able to to work from that. And 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 oftentimes, you know, that that could be a gait analysis. That could be just a simple move analysis. Uh, how can they move more efficiently? And that's what you should always be asking yourself um, with society in general. If, if, if any, every trainer should actually go to a, a, a mall and sit down on the bench and watch people move because it's, it's truly fascinating. If you, if you love the field that you're in, then you'll do the work to make people better. Um, and, and you'll, you'll find people, you'll find and be able to, dissect what good information is and what you know trash is because uh, right now there's believe it or not on the internet there's a lot of trash and i think you know at this point um the only thing that you're going to be able to do is through you know uh, a good research um of whatever it is you're you're trying to find out and um it all starts with the human eye i believe i mean because um i've, I've watched trainers and watched trainers sadly um, do a disservice to their, to their clients. And so I think, you know, and bring a passion, bring a passion to help somebody. Um, and I think that's just being a servant, you know, I heard one time to get your, get your, make sure you have a servant style, you know, because, um, you're going to need that whenever you are sweating bullets because they're telling you all the different medications that they're on or, all the different traumatic things that's happened to them through surgeries and things like that. Um, you've got to be able to put yourself in those shoes. Um, so, you know, being able to have an eye for the movements and um, being able to serve whoever it is you're, that you're, you're working with because um, it's, it's a trial and error basis sometimes. And, and um, oftentimes it's um, challenging in itself. So, 
That's really powerful. And Absolutely. the other thing that I would say is that you're teaching people that are younger and it's almost like these are very mature thoughts and it, i'm wondering you know what what type of training or is it years do people just get it or does it take people decades to really understand I, that's kind of my whole you know conundrum around here i think it i mean i think it just really depends on what kind of person you are honestly i mean if if you're in, if you walk into the industry of wellness for the money, then you've sadly you're not going to do very well because you know there's not a lot of money. I don't do it for the money. I do it to help people, and uh, you know so so at that point, it, I think it's I think it is learned. I think it can be learned, but it takes somebody to mentor you to get you to understand what's happening. You know, I was an internship coordinator at my medical-based facility in, in Tulsa, and I got to work with college interns. I got to run that intern program, and I got to work with them. And it's just it's just a, a mind-blowing experience because you're watching their you're watching their brain catch on fire mm-hmm. and just smoke like nobody's business. It's hilarious, but I think at the end of the day, I never had one of those students walk away from my facility saying. I hated everything you did. I don't believe anything that you say, you know, anything negative. I think it was all positive. It was thank you for making me a better trainer. Thank you for making me see this or letting me see this or allowing me to, to watch you work with these people, you know? And I think it's one of those things where um, every um, rookie coming into the, the industry should have a mentor that, that really knows what they're doing. Um, and that's what I hope to. That's what I hope to, to share with with a lot of the people that are coming into the industry, you know. And I try to make myself available for that. All right. Speaking of available, let's talk about it. What if um What if someone hears this and they want to contact you, or they have any questions or whatnot? Can you share any, you know, info that you have either with your facility or email? Go for it. Yeah. So if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me on Twitter. Um, my my handle is con squad and so um you can find me on facebook um and then you can also you can dm me either one of those directions um i have email but you know we'll 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 touch that once you contact me but um find me on facebook and and the and the easiest way to find me is it's c r i s and not c h r i s <laughs> um and and my last name is spelled just like connecticut so um, it's con. So Chris, Chris con. Uh, find me on, find me on Twitter, find me on Facebook. And, and I, I would be happy to tell you everything that I know and, and share some experiences with you. Um, and even help you uh, grow as a trainer at this point. But, um, you know, and I even, I just enjoy meeting other people and collaborating, collaborating with them. Um, just like I have with Dean and yourself and, and hopefully with Brian pretty Absolutely. soon, you know, <laughs> but, um, at this point, yeah, I'm, I make myself available and just want to try to try to impact the, the industry for the better and, uh, you know, um, see where it takes me. It's going it. to take you far, Chris. I love it. We get nowhere without mentorship. Yep. And, you know, you have a tremendous exactly. ability to uh, connect with people. And, and uh, you know, we just had a great time speaking with you today. So, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's spread the word and, uh, and make this world a better, healthier, well-er place. For sure. 
ba- right. uh, fitness never takes a vacation, guys. Yeah. Oh, I love it. All that's right, my, Chris. Uh, that's my tag, so there you go. <laughs> All right, with that said, it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.